This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Welcome to the Disney Countdown Show Season 2. Woo. Season 2. My name is Eric Peterson. I am here with my good buddy Danny Jordan. We got Chris Sisley live from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. But you may be asking yourself, you may be saying, hey, I'm so excited. Disney Countdown back Season 2. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> but when I looked at the link, it was different faces. Danny, have we uh, grown out our hair and, and gone blonde? Or what's going on here? I'm confused. First of all, I love that you called it a link. <laughs> because what, what it's would the you show call art? It? A post? The show art. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's a post. We are so it's, on, old. it's a link we are so on old. social media. And that is why we are making this change. That is why we are bringing in these new hosts. We did not grow out our hair. I am We're too old we're for too this. Too old for this Disney stuff anymore. I got to raise my kids. I don't know why I was talking like what's his name? What what's the dude who's in like the western movies? With, um, no, with Kurt Russell and the guy, Sam Elliott. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That felt very Sam Elliott in that moment. Sure. A little, little deeper, though. A little little Sam Elliott's a little more down here. Uh, anyway, this is- This the, is quality content We are coming here. off the, the magical rails very, very quickly here. But yes, <laughs> Eric, it is true. Uh, we are passing the Disney baton, as it were. Tinkerbell's wand. I don't know. That feels good, right? Yes. Does that feel good? I like that. I'm going yeah. with that. The trail of stars and pixie dust yeah. behind it. Yeah. yeah, we're just pixie dust now, Eric. That is all we are. We are <laughs> pixie dust in the ether. But yes, we are so excited. Uh, you know, last season, season one of Disney Countdown, which Eric and I were so grateful to host, to be a part of. We had so many friends who followed us over from Christmas Countdown coming over to the world of Disney and we had a blast doing it sharing all these stories from you know our past being kids growing up loving the Disney parks and now being dads raising uh, kids who love Disney as well um, you know but we realized you know there are some other people out there who are creating some incredibly happy magical content and we thought you know what let's let's bring some new people in and that is what we are doing here with season two right Eric we are so excited. I'm going to introduce them right now. These are two Disney influencers that I'm sure you are already aware of. But just in case, just to introduce them properly, we are so excited from Countdown Network and the Disney Countdown Show to welcome the Dapper Danielle and Megan, the Magical Millennial, to Disney Countdown Show Season 2. Welcome, ladies. Yes. How are you doing? Hello. Speak away. Hello, hello. Oh, welcome to the show. How we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, I don't even know where to really start. May Megan, I think you should start us off. I can do that, no problem, Danielle. I am <laughs> so excited to host the show and be a part of it and team up with the Dapper Danielle for season two. It's gonna be so much fun. We have so many yeah. exciting 
countdowns and games and everything. It just, it's going to be a great time. And thank you guys so much for having us, Danny and Eric. Really appreciate it. It's, it's, it's going to be a great season. So looking forward to it. Absolutely. And I feel like uh, even more recently, me and Megan will talk about this eventually sometime in some other podcast and other episode down the road. Uh, recently, we were in Marceline and uh, we were there together. And the number one re- request was, oh, my goodness, are, are you and Megan, are you guys going to be collabing on stuff? And we didn't get the chance to. So this is the ultimate collab that we're going to be doing together for multiple episodes so this is very exciting to have the representation of the walt disney world and the disneyland side of things and i'm interested to see what some of our answers and our countdowns are going to be as we continue this on yes oh yeah coast to coast yeah here's what we didn't tell you is eric and i hired about five people actors uh to go to marceline and just walk around and find you two and be like, wouldn't it be great if you guys just collaborated on something someday, maybe? And you're like, we hadn't really thought about that, but a lot of people seem to be really into it. And then the next day, we emailed you, and you're like, wow, the universe is talking to us right now. Sure, sure. Uh, That's exactly how it happened. in-person subliminal messaging. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like It was that. money well spent. Because <laughs> we make that kind of money as podcasters that we can hire actors to fly to Missouri right. and do this sort of stuff. Anyway, we are so excited. Uh, and for all the fans, you know, who, who've enjoyed listening you know, to Eric and myself do this show uh, for, my gosh, Eric, over 20 episodes now, just know that we're not going anywhere. Christmas Countdown is still around. You can still go follow that show. Actually, we are just recording our Christmas in July episode today, so you can check that out. But the Countdown Network family is growing, and we're so excited to welcome Megan and Danielle to the family. So, Eric, I feel like maybe we should... Hop on the trolley or think so. the train and the train is calling for a ride around the park. What are you going think? for a ride? Ladies now have leaving so much Magic fun. Kingdom or Ooh, not yeah. Magic Kingdom, Main Street, whatever it <laughs> yes, is. USA. Oh, I love it. You guys are, are so awesome. We're going to leave it uh, in your capable hands now, but have fun. Uh, just, uh, you know, as, as we've talked about before and is so apparent in all of your content that you guys have made, you're just genuine love for Disney and joy for life is, is what, uh, this podcast is all about. So have fun. We can't wait to hear your lists of all of your different countdowns and, uh, take it away. All right. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much, Eric and Danny. Um, Okay. Goodbye. We'll see y'all around. We'll take good care of the kiddos now. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we should go ahead and introduce ourselves. Y'all, welcome to season two of the Disney Countdown podcast. I am the dapper Danielle, and here with me representing Disneyland is... Megan, the magical millennial. Yes. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Uh, So I guess before we even really get into what our subject and what our topic is going to be, for today definitely go ahead follow us on the socials on the instagrams on the tiktoks uh here wherever you are listening as well rate review all that other good stuff yep disney countdown show and then we do a self-plug as well as as, can i do that absolutely do that that, uh (laughs) self-plug absolutely Thank you. Thank you. So you can find me at the magical millennial underscore at on TikTok, Instagram and YouTube. That's going to be my handle across the across the board at the magical millennial underscore. Yes. And then for me, it's the Dapper Danielle. Yes. The Dapper Danielle, as I did the hair flip that you guys can't see over the radio waves right now. And uh, then that's also same thing for TikTok, Instagram, also on the YouTube, though I'm not good about posting on the YouTubes. It's fine. And then here for the Disney Countdown podcast, uh, we do have our own Patreon as well, where as we are growing and continuing the season, we are going to have exclusive 
exclusive content over on that Patreon, uh, where exclusive episodes, maybe even exclusive lists that we'll, we will not mention here uh, inside the show. Uh, so you never know. There will be some fun little tidbits over there. Uh, but I do think we need to go ahead and introduce ourselves, Megan, to our fam. Yes. Some of these people do know us, but they also don't yes. know how we know each other. And I think let's let's start off. Who who are you, Megan? Who's who is Megan, the magical millennial? Who am I? Gosh, it's something that you know you never really think about when you're making content. It's like, oh yeah, these people legit do not know me at all. I just make funny videos it's and post about the food that I'm eating. <laughs> It's a, it's the parasocial relationship exactly. So about little about me, I am well uh, the one of the biggest Disney lovers on the planet. As you could probably tell from what I post on all the socials, I live in Orange County, California. I'm actually born and raised here. I've been going to Disneyland since I was about six months old, and um, I've lived in California my whole life. I on my other interests and hobbies outside Disney. Yes, there are some, uh, believe it or not. I grew up playing tennis my entire life. So really? that was my that was my sport. Yes, yes. I played that, played tournaments all throughout Southern California. I went to college for tennis, played it there, did NCAAs, and uh, actually I stayed mean... in tennis for work afterwards. I don't know. Fun really? facts. I'm learning something new oh, about yeah. you too, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's the a big part of my life. I would say Disney and tennis are probably like the top two things that make up who Megan is. And yeah, I've been living in Southern California, lived in LA for a little bit for a few years, and I'm back in Orange County. That was a pandemic decision, even though Disneyland did not open for another year. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I've been an annual pass holder and now a magic key holder for about, I want to say, oh my gosh, 20 years, which is wow. crazy. 20 years That's in AP. Amazing. And we even have a little brick outside of Disneyland with the 50th anniversary uh, medallion on it. Oh, so I I'm not going to tell you where. That. You got to find it. But <laughs> our family does have one. <laughs> I see. Now, next time I'm over there visiting y'all's coast, I'm going to have to go check out the brick and be like, oh, hello, Megan's family. How are you? <laughs> Wave hi. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, just just go pat the ground randomly and then just walk away. I'll be fine. Uh, well, that's like, oh, that was one of my, one of my family's, honestly, we still do that to this day. We'll be like, oh, where's our brick? Where's our brick? And I can legit go right to it now, which I'm, you know, pretty proud of. And we'll just yes. say hello and then walk away. <laughs> I love that. It's just, it. Oh, that's so funny. I love that yeah. so much. Well, I also, just like how you grew up going to Disneyland, I grew up here coming to Walt Disney World. Uh, so my family is originally from South Florida in the West Palm Beach, Wellington area. And we would make that like good two hour trek over here to Walt Disney World just for like a weekend, whatnot. And even when we... Uh, we uh, moved out of uh, state. We moved to Columbus, Ohio for a little bit portion of my life. Uh, we would still come down multiple times to Walt Disney World because that was the Dapper Dad's happy place, right? So mm -hmm. I have grown up a Disney kid. It is in my blood. I drank the Magic Kool-Aid, all that other stuff. The... Mm -hmm. Now, for me personally, though, I wasn't an annual pass holder. I actually became a Disney cast member at the age of 18. So the week before I graduated high school, I went ahead and applied for a job. I actually skipped class to go into my interview. Kids, don't do this. But I skipped class to go to my interview. And then they offered me the job. And they're like, hey, do you want to work for Disney? I'm like, sure. When can you start? Well, actually, I have my uh, senior trip coming up here really soon. And the, the guy interviewing me looks at me. He's like wait, you're still in high school? And I said, yeah. 
but I graduated in like a week. <laughs> and uh, the rest is history. Oh so I ended up working for the Disney company for just under 10 years. I made it to my nine and a half year mark. Uh, and I ended up leaving the Disney company in November of 2021. And I did a little bit of everything uh, from children's activities, arcade redemption hostess, fairy godmother at the Bippity Boppity Boutiques. And one of my last roles was being a facilitator for Traditions of Our Town, which is the welcome to the location class for Disney Springs third parties. And uh, was a trainer and a coordinator for Disney merchandising in Disney Springs. Uh, so I, I have a little, little random knowledge about multiple things and multiple lines of business. And because of my roles, I was cross-trained all over Disney World. And that's where I really accumulated a lot of my Disney knowledge is just from my time being there. So, and then the world shut down, right? Just like how you moved in California from LA to Orange yeah. County. Uh, I The world shut down. I was just sitting there twiddling my thumbs, waiting for when Disney World was going to reopen. And we, again, we opened up first before Disneyland did. Way before us, yes. Way before. <laughs> and Disney Springs was the very first thing to open up. So I, being one of the highest in seniority, a trainer and a coordinator, uh, I was one of the first cast members called back when Disney World was reopening. Uh, so, gosh, during that time, though, I started recording on TikTok and started getting on the social media as a way to just like relax. And I would vent, not vent, but I would make happy videos in my car after my really long shifts working. And that's where random Disney things in the middle of the night that you probably don't care about, but I'm going to tell you anyway, came from was for me recording in the cast member parking lot in my car after in wow. at, around midnight and the rest is history. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's so crazy that, that, that has become a huge part of my life. And now to be able to sit here, do a podcast with people on the other side of the country. This is amazing. It really, really is. It is pretty incredible. It's crazy to see where this little app has brought us in life. Yes. And just the fact that we can talk about our love for Disney and have that be, our thing and have it be a big part of life. I'm I'm truly grateful for it. And it's awesome, really. And it's so fun to get to know a little bit about your backstory and how you got into it and how basically how the pandemic, the panini and yes. and TikTok has truly changed your life and our lives. For sure. And so if you uh, to our uh, to our listeners, uh, as we continue on in our episodes, you'll probably hear me and Megan uh, refer to the pandemic as the panini. This is just out of habit because of AIs and social media and them suppressing certain <laughs> verbiage. So naturally we just call it, oh yeah, the panini. So if you're new, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> it's just it's just a lighter, lighter term for something that was a very Crazy. dark part of our past. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the past. Exactly, yeah. yes. Um, well, I, I guess the next question is uh, that I'm sure people are asking is, again we're on opposite coasts and this app mm -hmm. and this social media world has brought us together so how how did we actually run into each other <laughs> i can't remember okay, okay now we were we were just talking about this and i thought i thought it was in world i thought last year when we went to epcot in february i thought that you met up with us and that was the first time we met and i was completely mistaken that was not the first time that we met i just i remember that being a time where we you know obviously we were drinking a little bit around the world so maybe it was, was a very happy anyway I was, I was in a very good mood and uh and that's why we ran into you and i was so happy to see you and then 
I don't know if I didn't know if that was because I hadn't met you yet or because I was you're just amazing and I was so excited to see a friend. Oh my goodness. So apologies for thinking that was the first time we met because it was not. Uh Danielle, you know the correct time that we met and yes. when was it? <laughs> so we were already mutuals at this point. So we already had followed each other and we started liking a couple of videos through our other friends and connections of people that know other people. Um and then I went to Disneyland. Was it wasn't last year, it was already the year before. Was it the year before? It was 2021. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay, yes. So it was November of 2021 and it was for Dapper Day weekend. And to be fair, Megan, the reason why it was you probably don't remember it was because I wasn't wearing my normal clothes. I was literally dressed as a cowgirl. Yes, yes, that's right. And yes. I had all my mm-hmm. fringe on. I was bedazzled out. Fantastic photos, by the way, if you want to go onto my Instagram you amazing. and go back. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's one of my more yes. prouder moments. And <laughs> uh, we ran into each other and we were just going back and forth, running all around. And I think one of our first major interactions together was we had somebody recognized us on Main Street and we were walking. We were leaving mm-hmm. Disneyland, heading over to California Adventure. And oh, one girl... She was going in full fangirl mode because she ne- nobody pictured the two of us being together in the same spot. And that was yep. such a cool moment. And I loved that so much. I still I still think about that a little bit. Um, but I didn't realize that that was the first time we really met each other and we were really hanging out. So this is so cool yep. to be able to do this on the podcast now and just be able to talk with you. The ult- Again, the ultimate collab is what the this is. The ultimate collab. That's yeah. right. That's right. We had a lot of requests uh, over the co- last couple months to do some sort of collab, and this is the ultimate collab. But I want to, I want to bring up. There's okay. So that evening, by the way, I was super excited to have met you for the first time, and you looked incredible. <laughs> I want to bring up a little story. <laughs> One of my more embarrassing moments at Disneyland. So it was Dapper Day, and I, okay, I don't necessarily do Dapper Day. I think that was my first time dressing up for Dapper Day was. in our park. That was my first time, and so I decided to do it. Um, that evening, we were about to have dinner at Cafe Orleans, and I decided to walk into the perfumery, which is right across the way, and because I saw these outfits on these people that I just loved. They looked incredible. So I walked up to them because I was trying to do a little YouTube video. I was also new to YouTube. I was vlogging and I asked this guy, hey, would you mind like just posing and be showing your outfit for this YouTube video that I'm doing? And he looked at me and he's like, well, you have to like ask the boss man. So I went over to the another guy who looked incredible and I asked him and he was super sweet. It was like, absolutely. And he did a few poses and uh, I didn't realize it, but he was sitting next to standing next to a woman who was dressed to the nines, looked also amazing in her all black. And it happened to be Dita Von Teese. And you met met Jay and Dana Von Yeah. Again, I'm not like super into the dapper and also like the pinup style, but I didn't recognize her at first. And then I I realized that I was behind her and and then I walked out and everybody was freaking out that she was in the park. They had just found out she was in the park. And I'm like, wait, that she's right there. Do you want to go meet her? That's so funny. So I had asked her, one of her friends and I guess the dapper guy just to be in my silly little YouTube video without knowing who they were. <laughs> so I that's, love that. Yeah, that's but, one of my more embarrassing moments of Disneyland. But so it was I, fun. It was, and they're really nice. <laughs> right. And honestly, I would not be able to, besides just her being dressed up and fabulous, uh, for those that are not aware, she is very much into the uh, vintage aesthetic, uh, some, some of the burlesque side, but also like just very much, she's a model 
all this other kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. And then Jay is the guy that actually started Dapper Day. And if you, if you want to read his entire story, definitely go to DapperDay.com. And on the bottom, there's a little section that says our story. And it tells how he created and why he created Dapper Day. And it's very, very intriguing, uh, the whole story and how this came about and how this has really only been around since like 2010-ish. Uh, and it's grown to what it is today. All right. Now it is time to talk some Disney news. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. <laughs> yes, we do have a couple things that we need to talk about today. And that is our topic of the Billboard Top 100 and what they consider are the top Disney songs of all time. There are some hits, there are quite a few misses, and me and Megan decided we, we have not communicated with each other about this topic because we are very heated about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're saving we have, our passion for right now. <laughs> yes, there might be a little bit of rage that comes out as we continue into this topic. And it is about Disney music. Specifically, here recently, I believe it was may may 27th of this year uh billboard released what they considered was the top 100 disney songs of all time for the 100 year anniversary they are wrong all of their choices are wrong <laughs> is basically what we're going to talk about <laughs> it's all wrong it's all messed up i don't know what the, i don't know what happened I don't, I don't know how we should even explain this. So there is a list. If you go on to billboard.com, you can actually see this entire list is one of the number one topics. Uh, it has actually been a big enough debate that this, this list has actually popped up on like the music side, the regular generic side of YouTube and of all of these analytical musicians and like all these other people are breaking down this list and they also don't agree with this list uh so uh, what what is a good example was there any in particular that you're just like absolutely megan yes number one Let, let's just talk about the number one glaring issue that i see with this and some people like it i don't understand it uh it's a small world is that number three and i have so many thoughts and feelings about that because oh number one it's associated with the ride and i get it the ride's a classic the ride is a classic yes. however uh, oh yeah there's so many other good Do you songs know why like, it's the, at number three because it's a classic i couldn't tell you anything more than that it is the <laughs> most played song in the world what yes so if you if you were to google like if there's a song that has been played more times in like repetitive so it is it is accounting for the attraction on multiple coasts just playing the song over and over and over again it is the most played song in the entire world and is probably the most recognizable amongst different like like languages and like if you even just hear the tune no matter where you're from you will probably know it's a small world okay so if it if it brings people together like that then it makes more sense right and i understand but that's I'm only if you know the history behind it. So from any to mm -hmm. anybody else, they're just like, yeah, no, why is this song here? And I would agree. It is very impactful. It is it, a very huge staple in the 1964 World's Fair. Does it belong in the number three? I don't think so. No, no. I Top 10, you could put in the top 10, sure. But number three, top five, top three mm. is... It's, that's a decision for me that I just I would love to talk to the person who created this list or the team that created this list and just ask why. 
Yes. So I'm that's there's there there's that. There's yeah. that. And then there's also the fact that no Tarzan song, not one, not one Tarzan song <laughs> made the top one hundred. I except for so, excuse me, you'll be in my heart is in the top, what is it, 50, I think? It's somewhere in there. You'll be in my heart. That's the only one. There are so many other Phil Collins creations that could have been in there. Strangers Like Me, I feel like, should have been the one to at least be in this list. But yeah, You'll Be In My Heart was the only one. Oh, yes. Well, if you want to, go ahead and check out uh, the Billboard Top 100 so you can see this full list as we're talking about this as well. I will warn Mm -hmm. you, um, the list is, uh, there's a lot of ads playing on the Billboard website. It did crash my uh, browser once. So I do think we will be taking the regular list that I've created for me and Megan, and we'll probably post it over somewhere just so that way it's easier for you to access and you can read it easier. And then we'll also add some additional notes from our list over there too. But let's go ahead and break down what Billboard, their top 100 and what they thought should be in the top 10. Uh, Do you want to tell them what the number 10 was? Yep. Let's go to number 10 right here. We have... The ever so classic Breaking Free from High School Musical, which is from 2006. You know, <laughs> I, like, over eye to eye. Sorry, I'm bringing all these like other song references up and I'm just like, really? Breaking Free? Like, you know, when I was, how old was I in 2006? Oh my gosh, I'm going to age myself. 14. I was 14 years old. And I love that song at 14. Now, um, Zac Efron's not actually singing that song. So let's lift the curtain on that one. It's Drew Seeley. He's singing that with Vanessa Hudgens. Mm-hmm. And it was a great song. And I really enjoyed performing it for my family when we had friends over and we do our little shows after mm-hmm. dinner. Yes. But in the top 10 of all time, Disney songs. Um, no, I'm going to have to say no. no to that one. Daniel, how do you yeah. feel about that? Because I feel like this this list should have been more based off of, like, when you think of the Disney company or as Disney as a whole, what are the top 10 songs that you hear and you immediately associate, oh my gosh, it's Disney. I do not associate High School Musical with, like, Disney as a brand even. Like, maybe Disney Channel and, like, nostalgia OG vibes, yes, but not Disney as a brand and as a whole, right? Agreed. Number yeah, nine. It's its own thing. Mm-hmm. I think this is a little more understandable. A Spoonful of Sugar from Mary Poppins, 1964, is number nine. I think that that is okay. I'm glad Mary I do Poppins love that song. got yeah. some representation. Yeah. We love we love Mary. We love mm-hmm. Mary. One thing yes. I added in my notes that I was very upset about is that Walt Disney's favorite song did not end up in anywhere in the top 100. Can you remind me of what that was? Feed the Birds. Oh, I love that song. Okay, yeah. Wow. Feed the birds. It's not. It's not at all in this list. It's not oh in gosh. the list at all. Wow. I had to do a double take because I'm like, okay, obviously these are not Disney people because they don't even know Walt Disney's favorite song. For those that do not know, Walt Disney, when the Sherman Brothers created the Feed the Birds song, it became his song to the point where uh, the Sherman brothers would come in on Friday afternoons into the working office there at the animation studio. They would sit down. There is a couch over there and they would just have scotch uh, just sitting there at on the couch, just talking, uh, chatting it up. And then Walt would turn to the boys and say, Hey, can you play it? And Richard knew exactly what it was and would go to the piano and would play Feed the Birds. And even after Walt passed away, Richard uh, Sherman is still the only one that is allowed to enter into the office and even touch the piano. 
Really? So when he passes, uh, no one else will be allowed to touch the piano. Right? Wow, that's super special. And so when Walt passed, he would even go in. And uh, on Friday nights, even though Walt wasn't there, he would just start playing Feed the Birds into an empty office. Uh, Oh, isn't that awful? It's like so so sad to think about. But so the fact that that song didn't make it into the list, like trash, goodbye. But I am happy (laughs) that That uh, alone trash, (laughs) trash. (laughs) But I am so happy that at least at least spoonful of sugar ended up on this list. And then supercalifragilistic did also, but it was like somewhere in the 30s. That is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 37. Oh, see, yeah, good memory. Oh, see, I've been staring at this list for too long if I remember that. She's been studying away for I this have moment. Been. I have been. Okay. <laughs> so and going then... to, yeah, next one is uh, kind of similar on the same spectrum as High School Musical. It's The Climb from Hannah Montana. Like, and <laughs> I get it. Don't get me wrong. We love Hannah. We had a, I had a big Hannah Montana phase back in the, the 2000s, but uh, I don't know. No. Not top 10. Not mm-hmm. top 10. And my reasoning for this is that, yeah, okay, yes, the song has over 464 million plays on the uh, music video on YouTube. I understand it's that. very impressive. Very yeah. impressive. Mm-hmm. However, the climb itself was basically Miley Cyrus's goodbye song from the Disney company into her own self is what I associate it with. So I I view it as a goodbye song, so I don't even put it into the Disney category. I don't know why this is here at eight. (laughs) It's it's number eight. Like, that's wild to me. Absolutely You know, it's a good karaoke song, I guess. (laughs) Is it? Well, it's for, I don't know. Every time I've heard this song in karaoke, it's to that one girl that thinks that she can sing, and then she gets up to the microphone. And she's yeah. like, like very dramatic about it. And she waltzes on up to the microphone and she's like, I can almost see it. Yeah, that's that's all I can picture whenever I hear this song. And I'm like, no, cringe. Goodbye. So that's, that's a pretty good representation. A good visual, I think. Yeah, Thank accurate. I, 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 I hope I embodied that image perfectly for y'all. I yes. appreciate that. Yes. Well, now, number seven, understandable. Also, another really great Disney history song. And that is the Mickey Mouse March. Right? I, under- I understand that. I get that. Yeah. I understand mm-hmm. that. I get that. Now, that my brother. Classic Disney song. Oh, yes. Now, my brother is, uh, he currently works in the music n- industry in Nashville, and he works for a record label and everything. And they went through this list also, and he was shocked at the amount of people that did not know the Mickey Mouse March. He was the only person in his entire office that knew what it was, and he had to sing it for everybody. But he grew up a Disney kid. So if you grow up in the Disney community as like more of the movies and stuff, I don't think they have an association with this song. No, no, they don't. Mm-mm. Right? And the this only is way- definitely this is a a deeper cut, I guess, Mickey Mouse. It's it's Mickey Mouse Club, you know. So if mm-hmm. you're not a true like or not true, but um more of a hardcore Disney fan like we are, this is more of an, uh, yeah, it's more of an elusive song. We It's not really yeah. played as much. I, I grew up listening to it all the time because it was on the albums that we played in the car. So right. I heard this, watched Disney Channel back in the day, and it sometimes would play on there. 
but it's not in any sort of um movie or anything it's not and even even Mm -hmm. in the parks it has very little representation inside the parks but oh yeah for me like just like you if like it was on like the disney favorite cds that we would play in the car as a family and whatnot yeah and then for Mm -hmm. uh my family we would go to fort wilderness campground and they have a sing-along with Chip and Dale and the cowboy's the one that stands up there on the stage and he's just strumming his guitar. And this was the song that they would close out every sing-along with there for a while. And I that's that. how yeah. I grew up on this song. Uh, okay. So, like, I understand it. But I this is one that I do think it should have been in the top 20 for the historical impact. But I don't even know if this should make it into the top 10. That's a that's a good debate piece. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know? okay. For, that, I, under, I understand it. It wouldn't make my top 10 for sure, but right. I understand it in terms exactly. of like the the Disney songs of the of the world. But yes. speaking of world, the next one, <laughs> number 6, I completely understand being in top 10 and I I would put it there is is a whole new world from Aladdin. Exactly. I I agree. I, I, that needs no explanation. I think that deserves a a top I think it deserves a top 5 spot to be honest. Oh yeah. Um, that might be one of the most streamed songs on Spotify. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the most played. I was I was gonna say it's probably one of like one of the top also wedding songs. You know. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking I of love wedding the, songs, like acoustic versions. Oh yes, yeah. the acoustic versions. Those are so ukulele nice. yeah. version of this song. Have you heard the ukulele version? I haven't. No. <gasps> I will send that to you. Maybe I'll post that somewhere Please. for y'all because it is so good and it's so relaxing to listen to. It was used in an ad for a Lonnie a couple years ago, like back in like <gasps> 2016. Yes. And I love that. Beautiful, beautiful version. It's probably one of my favorite versions of this song. But number five, I don't agree with this one. I, I love this song. I actually think it should be higher up on the list than where it's at. Oh, you think it should be towards number one more? Like one or two. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. okay I think, see, I knew we were going to agree <laughs> on this one. When You Wish Upon a Star is at number five. Yeah. I, so, I, it's one of my favorite Disney songs as well. Yeah. It, it is. It is the iconic Disney song. So like even in the opening scenes of every Disney movie where they show the castle, it's the da, 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 da. And yeah, That's everybody the knows the song. Even if they don't know the lyrics. That That is a classic Disney song. And I love Jiminy Cricket. And I, I just, I love that song. Gives me, iconic. gives me chills. Yeah, it is iconic. True. And then the next one, um, I don't know if I agree with this. Ooh, yes, <laughs> next continue. One is from, <laughs> next one is from actually one of my uh, favorite princess movies, Beauty and the Beast, and it's Be Our Guest. You know I, what song did not make this list? Is it from the same movie? Is it? Don't tell me it's Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, sung by Shut. Angela Lansbury, is not even anywhere in the top 100. It is not anywhere on this list. This song and then the bell score from the opening of the movie is on the list. Oh my but God, my face just the got red. Beauty and the Beast song, the tale as old as time song, is not anywhere in the 100. I'm done. That's it for me. <clears throat> You're good. Okay, this has been a great podcast. We're going to leave now. Thank you. Goodbye. No. <laughs> <laughs> write a strongly worded email to billboard being like oh i have gosh. some choice words for you choice words choice words so uh, be our guest fantastic song we love a good jerry orbach moment but and then we just mentioned it a little bit earlier number three is it's a small world which we understand but we don't we agree understand with. now no yeah mm-hmm. And then number two, I don't think this comes as a surprise to anyone that this is in the top 10. It's Let It Go from Frozen. Do I think it deserves a number two spot? No. 
I do think it might be top 10 for a lot of people. It's not for me. I'm kind of in the boat of a lot of parents where I'm just so sick of that song. Do you um, know why we're so sick of it? <laughs> let me give you some numbers. Let me let me give you some numbers. Oh, uh, this song numbers. has been played on Spotify over 655 million times. Ooh. The music video clip of it that was posted to Disney Channel UK um, that if you go and you search Let It Go, it is the first video to pop up. That song and that video has been played 3.4 billion times. Oh, she said the billions. Billions. Wow. wow. That is why okay. this song is up here. That is why okay. this is like the song. However, I would agree with you that I don't know if this should be in the top 10 only because we'll let it go stand the test of time like When You Wish Upon a Star does. Right. Right. So or, we're just now celebrating the 10 year anniversary of Frozen. Will mm-hmm. the Frozen Empire continue, which I mean, it probably will. But will that yeah. song continue and age gracefully like some of these other songs? I just think we're getting so some people are getting a little bit tired of it. And I don't think that happened with A Whole New World or Colors of the Wind. I just. Yeah, I don't know. It, it might. It might. Especially the kiddos love it still. So, um, yeah, I just don't agree with that one. Danielle, I'll, I'll give I'll give the number one to you. Can, uh, <sighs> Why are you giving one. this one to me? It's my least favorite princess, <laughs> which is sad. Really? I, oh, I, okay. Now I I will I will explain this later on of why she is my least favorite. The number one spot on the Billboard Top 100, what they think is the number one song, is "Part of Your World." From The Little Mermaid, the 1989 movie. Um, yeah, no. I think this no, was not put in there simply as a marketing tool for the new Little Mermaid movie, which, for understandable, fantastic. Yeah. But at the same time, no. I see it as the placement was completely a marketing tool. Now, Part of Your World, fantastic song. Should it be in the top mm-hmm. 20 or even the top 10? Absolutely. Uh, iconic, iconic song. Um but no, Ariel's my least favorite princess. That is so interesting. She was my favorite princess for a long time right, growing up same. as a little kid. Because I just love, I love mermaids. I wanted to play mermaids all the time. Who but, doesn't? <laughs> and part of, right, <laughs> part of your world is definitely, I say top 10, top 20 for sure. Uh, uh, but yeah, number one, I wouldn't agree with number one as well. And and that's the reason we're here, you know, to talk a little bit more about that and what, uh, yeah, what, yes. we, what we, we might put. As our top 10. Now, uh, I've, I've mentioned time. a couple of songs, right, that didn't even make the list. For example, Feed the Birds, uh, Beauty and the Beast did not make this list. Uh, can I give you my list of other songs that did not make this list at all? I would love to. Please, please tell me, because I have some too. <laughs> um, Try Everything from Zootopia. Oh, I love that song. I sing it all the time in the car. Yeah. Yep. With over mm-hmm. 724 million plays on Spotify, it should have been Seven, on the list. 724. We love Shakira. I mean, she, Shakira, Shakira is like that. She did, a, she did a really good job with that song. Try so, yeah. Everything okay. was the song I would play right before I walked into like an interview or a major meeting at Disney. And that was the, my hype up song. That was the only way I survived. <laughs> um, I do love, and, and, and that's the message behind it. It's like, just yes. go at it. Don't be afraid to fail. Just literally try everything. Try what you want to try. Um, so, And I don't know if you noticed okay. this too, Megan, is that there are only two orchestra pieces in this entire list. What, um, what are they? I'm they sorry, are... 
Bell, the opening score for Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yes. Okay. And mm-hmm. the other one is, oh, what was it? Oh, it's the Soaring soundtrack. Yeah, I, that's so, I just looked at that <laughs> right here. So. <laughs> Number 49. Number 49. Wow. Okay. Right. But out of, out of all of the orchestra pieces, out of the songs that did not make this list, He's a Pirate did not make this list. Ooh. What and which one's that? I'm so sorry. Oh my god! But the, the okay, the pirate song. The okay. pirates of the Caribbean song. The the you hear it and it forces you to go into a Jack Sparrow run across the yard. <laughs> instantly. Yeah, instantly. It immediately go into Jack Sparrow pose as soon as you hear the song. This did not even make the top 100. That's mind blowing. And Soren did. That's pretty. And Soren did. Right. What what's one of the songs that you're angry didn't even make the list? Again, I'm just, I'm so pissed about my Tarzan songs not being on there. (laughs) Megan's like, this is the hill I am going to die on. (laughs) I will never, I will never let them live it down. Uh, There is one, I'll I'll talk about it later, of course. Um, I'll I'll mention it, I'll mention it a little bit later. But it's mostly just the order of everything just gets to me Mm -hmm. a little bit. And... um, Oh, there was one you, I was just thinking of. And well, I can't remember, so but. some other ones that did not make the list. Uh, yeah. I, the Alice in Wonderland, uh, Unbirthday did make the list. However, in the Golden Afternoon, which I feel like is kind of even more iconic. I associate that with Disneyland more so than anything, uh, did not yeah. make the list. Yeah, that's in that's in our ride. Um, How about that song? Mm-hmm. Go the Distance from Hercules, which is one of the number Hercules. one. Yes. One of the number one played songs on that like album didn't make the list. Yes. Zero wait, wait, wait. to okay. Hero, I don't think is on the list. Is Zero to Hero? No, no. Um I think is the only one I won't say I'm in love. Is that on there? Yeah. Oh, there it is, 45. That's the, I think that's the only Hercules song. So Done. same thing as Tarzan. Trash. Like, <laughs> trash. Right. <laughs> and then the other one, um, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but I did not see it. Um, I love Hunchback of Notre Dame. I, that is a movie that yes. is like my childhood. Where are all the Hunchback songs? No Hunchback songs. So not even. Out uh, there. Out I, there. The iconic I, song. The icon- that, oh. It's in, it's in Wonder's Dreams. Isn't it in, um, it's in Happily Ever After, right? It is in Happily Ever After. And okay, so story time. I do have fantastic memories to that song because when Happily Ever After came out and it first went to Disney World and whatnot, at the time I was a fairy godmother at the Bippity Boppity Boutiques mm-hmm. and I would pick up shifts at the castle. And since we got off earlier in that weird break before everybody else did, we would actually be exiting through the Utilidors underneath the Magic Kingdom as the fireworks were going off. And so imagine this flutter of fairies in these giant purple skirts and their little halos and these like little red vests just fluttering around because they also play the music into the utilidors as well and we would always walk out underneath the castle at the same time that out there was playing and then you have these flutter of fairies doing the most dramatic interpretive dance through the utilidors singing along to the song and then as you exit you are looking out the back of the utilidor, you are looking up to where the fireworks launch. Is it a safety hazard? Probably, but it's gorgeous. And <laughs> so beautiful. I, I have fantastic memories associated with that song because of that fireworks show. And the fact that this did not make the top 100. Again, fl- flames on, on the side of my face. 
<laughs> it just blows my mind over some of these songs that are on there again from cheetah girls i'm sorry to be ragging on cheetah girls but... none of your ratatouille songs either made it on there la festa like why why not you know la festa... like, that's even just the ratatouille main theme song which swells so much emotion did not make this yes list. It's that's crazy. The in credits just... from The Incredibles or Life's Incredible Again didn't make the list. Okay. Yep. Clearly, we have feelings. So if you want to hear all of our hot takes, our hot Mad Hatter tea on this list, uh, definitely go check out our Patreon where we'll be sharing the full uncut audio over there. Plus the top 10 list of what we think Billboard should have done for their top 10. Unfiltered, raw <laughs> content. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you want access to all of that, the link is going to be in the episode notes, or you can search on Patreon, Disney Countdown Show. And now... I think we need to pause for a second, Megan. I think we need to okay. breathe for a second, and we need to compose ourselves. together. Just breathe in, breathe out. And I, do you want to play a game? Should we play a game here for a second before love, we go into would, our list of what we think should have been the top I would love ten. Yes, yes. <laughs> Please, let's take our mind off of this for a moment and let's play. Let's play a little game. Let's I'm ready. Relax, Chris. Uh, are you still there with us? Are you Are you listening in? Can you help us uh, enter into this game that we're going to play today? I am here. It's a uh, It's a shame that Danny and Eric abandoned me, <laughs> but I'm here with you, and now we're going to be best well, friends. Th- but what? I think we're delightful, Chris. We We'll try not to scare you. <laughs> Did anyone else notice that they just totally left me here? It's fine. You know, it's, it's just okay. like dropping off the kid we'll at daycare. We'll keep company, Chris. It's okay. Yeah, we're, we're here for you. We'll always have Christmas. So we're going to be playing a game called Disney Taboo. Taboo. Which obviously we know is the sweetest of taboos. Oh my. The way this is going to work is before we recorded, I sent over some Disney characters to Danielle and Megan, and they're going to have to do their best to get the other person to guess what character they are trying to describe, but they cannot use four specific words that would make it too easy for them to get it. Okay. So we can start. We'll just start with Danielle. You're going to be describing to Megan Danielle, I just want to say what? this taboo. <laughs> this, this, into is, it. this is my game. This is my game. Okay, I'm ready. I'll try not to let you down. Okay, I'll try. I'll try. Okay. 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 Pumpkin carriage. Cinderella. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. We're we're let's this, go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Now I'm a little nervous for mine. Jeez, that was really good. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Um. This is this is tough. Uh, Aurora villain, Maleficent. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Um. Hey. Okay. <laughs> to infinity. Buzz Lightyear. Yes. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> steamrolling right through these. Uh, we, we, yeah. I don't know, Chris. You might have to make this a little harder for next time. Let's let's continue. <laughs> Don't even say it. They will be so hard next time. Okay. This is just a warm up in the first episode. That's what we're doing. Sure. Um Green Dress. Tiana? Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. nice. Okay. Yellow dress. Bell. Yeah. Ooh, I like a little Mickey. Uh-huh. <laughs> um let's see uh 
Guppy Finn. Oh, um, Flounder. Oh, other. other oh, um, I, I say you said Guppy or like an anemone. Oh, anemone. a Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Ooh. Grandmother Willow. Pocahontas. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Um. Okay. This is this is a good one. Hmm. <laughs> Piglet's best friend. Pooh Bear. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh goodness. Uh. Not lizard. I don't do that tongue thing. <laughs> Mushu. That's well, pretty good. Uh, well, yes. Okay, I should have. So yes, we're mu- same. Oh, Mulan. Mulan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was a really good Mushu. Yes. But um, okay, yes, the princess, of course. Um. All right. Uh, ha. I'll make sure I can't say this. Haunted Mansion Holiday. Uh, Jack Skellington? May, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fabulous. Well done. <laughs> um, the, I see this is more of like a phrase or a sentence. Is that allowed? <laughs> you can't, so it's not like password is when you can only do one word, but okay. taboo, you can like sentence it. Yeah. Okay. The only main character in a Disney film not to talk in their own Disney film. Dumbo? Yes. That's yes, character. the yeah. only character where he is the main title, but he does not sing, say a single word in his entire movie. See, that's how you that's know right. Megan knows her Disney trivia. This, yeah, oh, I do. okay, Chris, challenge accepted. <laughs> we expect some harder options next time, and I'm so excited for the next oh, time gosh. too. That was fun. That was a good little break. <laughs> uh, and mixed, that made me very happy. And Wait, Daniel, I have one more. I have one more. I oh, got one more. one more. Oh, you have one more. One, have more. one more. Yeah, one more. Sorry. Okay. okay. Um, I got so excited. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. Oh gosh. Captain. Captain. Oh, Jack um. Sparrow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's all, all I needed to say. It's, well, you the did the accent. hand motion thing too that they can't see right now, but yes, it's the hand motion as well. You know, Captain Jack Sparrow. You just have to put the hands up, like little octopus hands up here at the top, and then you know exactly who it is. <laughs> Just like the, yeah, the hands right up here. Yes. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Well, I think that, that was, was a really, fun. that was yeah. a good break to make us relax after talking about such a heated topic um, that is the Billboard yes. Top 100. Now, Megan, as we go into yeah. breaking down what we think our top 10 are, did you make your list based off of personal preference or based off of biz- Disney business preference? I love that you have both lists probably on your computer right now. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> my personal list is not completely written out. However, I could definitely like That's pull okay. it out of thin air. But I, Ooh, okay. I was having I, a very hard time with this because my personal feelings definitely got in the way of what I think are my top 10 because I would not necessarily go to and listen what I think the top 10 songs of like the Disney company are. So again, that argument that I used of when you think of the Disney 
company a little bit earlier i mentioned this when you think of disney when you are walking into the front gates of magic kingdom or disneyland and they have that song the playlist that plays that doesn't have the lyrics of the songs it just has the instrumental versions and you yes, hear yeah. this song and it triggers those emotions of nostalgia and magic and everything um do are do these songs fit into that category yeah is that is that what you did for your list as well my they they can absolutely my list is for sure it's my personal list it's a super subjective and it's definitely songs that are nostalgic for me they definitely trigger emotions and have honestly gotten me through some some tough points in my life. So I for sure went personal. I do not have any of my like okay. objective no. song list. Yeah. I think you should start us off because then I have to okay. switch lists. And I think what I'll do is that I might take what I think is the top 10 list or maybe if I continue onward, if I go down a rabbit hole and I continue this list, that list mm -hmm. will be officially posted onto the uh, the Patreon page. And whatnot, and what we think should have been the top ten uh, for the Disney company as a whole. I love so, that. So, yeah, I think you should start us off. While I'm pulling this up, you start us off. Absolutely, I could definitely start off. And just a reminder, guys, we will be doing ten through six in this episode. We will be doing five through one. So catch our top one in the next week, and make sure to make sure to subscribe so that you are staying on top of it and you can see what Danielle's and my top ten lists are. Exactly. All right, so I'm going to get started with number 10. Da, 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 da. All right, this is good. I think my list is, it's super personal. Like, I don't think anyone's going to agree with mine, but number 10 for me that, is... Oh. That's me <laughs> as well, ahead, because again, super niche, super opinionated. This is the girl yeah. that loves country bears and Muppets when a lot of people don't. So, you know, the, my list choices and song choices are also going to be very obscure. So if we might need to play any clips later on in post editing or whatever, we might need to do that. So you guys know what song we're even talking about maybe. So yes. What, oh, yeah. what is your 10? What is, what is okay. your 10? So number 10 for me is when somebody loved me from toy story Two. Oh. Probably one of the saddest songs in a Pixar movie, and it, it for sure just triggers all the emotions. I love to sing that song. I think Sarah McLaughlin's voice is absolutely beautiful, and it's just a very emotional part of that movie. So yes. I think it's a beautiful song, and that's why it is my number 10. That That is a good choice. That is a really Sunday. good choice. Yeah. All the feels right there. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. I would have so a song I actually talked to you I talked to you about this on the live stream that we did the other night on TikTok uh probably another song that also gets me a little emotional whenever I hear it however it's not a sad song and it's not part of a favorite Disney movie or anything like that for most people a lot of people don't like this movie at all is Home on the Range right oh, there yeah. the the song <laughs> Little Patch of Heaven on from home on the range the movie was pro is probably in my top 10 now the unfortunate thing is is that little patch of heaven is not available on most streaming services for some reason wow. i don't know if it's something with the um the copyright or what it is but whenever i hear that song either sung by somebody else or whatnot i get emotional and that's that would be my 10 spot right there I love that. Love that. And that's super niche home because, yeah, Home on the Range is perceived as uh, not not the greatest animated Disney movie. But but I love that. Slept okay. on. Totally slept on. Cute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. 
Oh my, yes. okay. Um, that's amazing. All right, so number 10, there we go. Let's uh, move on to number nine. And we did, re- I did reference this as one of my favorites in the Billboard list. So mm-hmm. number nine for me is I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan because <sighs> it is a top 10 Disney song. It, it and is. And it for sure deserves a spot. And when it, whenever it comes on, I, I play my Disney playlist all the time when I'm on a long distance drive. I that when that one comes on, it will stay on and I will sing along to it and Donny Osmond all the way because it's just amazing. Yes. Well, so and it's, um, the, it's yeah. the song where Jackie Chan sings the um, oh, is it the Mandarin or Cantonese version of the song? So yes. if Jackie yes. Chan's singing it, it, why is this not in the top 100 all, or like top 20s at least? Oh, Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell goodness, you. But that, we've, that we've been through fantastic, that. Fantastic <laughs> choice. And Thank now I, that's that's a song where no matter who you are, it, bros, whatever, like that song comes on in any location. The toughest of the tough guys, as soon as that song turns on, they go hard at it. They are totally oh, belting yeah. and yelling at that song. So, yes, yeah. I would agree. Definitely deserves to be. It's it's just it's one that like there on TikTok, there's been some like punk rock versions of it that are just like make me want to lift a thousand pounds like i'm like the so fired up. version yes it's so good so it, it good. feels like a grunge version yeah yes. oh. so i'm just i'm a huge fan of that one that's number nine for me how about I, you danielle oh, oh gosh okay so number nine for me is going to be from my one of my favorite disney attractions that's here newer nothing can stop us now <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh my gosh, girl, when I go in to the Chinese theater here at Hollywood Studios in Disney World, I go waltzing on in, you go into the little movie theater section, and then it's like, uh, you are here to watch Mickey's uh, picnic and whatnot with the little cast member that does the opening spiel. And as soon as like the lights dim and it goes into that blaring version of nothing can stop us now. I okay. lose I, yeah. my mind and I'm just standing mm-hmm. there and I'm just bopping or just bouncing up and down. It's I'm just bop. like going at it at the song. And that song, once you hear it once, will be stuck in your head for the rest of the day. That has become my It's a Small World song. Like you, like I can yeah. block out It's a Small World now. That is just out of habit. But when Nothing Can Stop Us Now comes in, I'll start randomly singing it five hours later afterwards. and It'll just pop in out of nowhere. That is probably That's... my number nine. I think you are, I think you speak for uh, like almost all the people that visit Disneyland every day. If if you go on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, you're going to be singing that song for the next couple hours because it is yes. so catchy and it is a bop. I, I'll do my little shoulder dance when I hear it, especially oh, yeah. in the promenade or on the ride. Oh, yeah. Going to a little hot dog dance right there in the middle of Main Street. Absolutely. Yep. And now they play they play the instrumental in Toontown. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. See, and we, of course, we don't have Toontown here in Walt Disney World. And I have not been uh, to Toontown since it reopened in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why I'm even trying to make a trip out there sooner than later is specifically, specifically to go to Toontown and ride y'all's version of Runamuck Railway and in the uh, El Capitoon theater in the El Capitoon (laughs) I love the references and uh, just to find all the hidden Mickeys and I need to go with uh, have, have you been able to find all the hidden nuances in the ride yet in the ride itself no in the queue uh, quite a bit okay yes See, and y'all's ride is laid out a little bit differently of where the end scene is. Like a lot of our scenes are on the left. A lot of yours are on the right. So I need to go and just 
Ride it a good, do a wrap around. Let's just do a wrap around <laughs> and ride it like three or four times <laughs> so I can catch everything possible. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I'm very passionate about this song at number nine. Hey, I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Number eight. Number eight. And I, this one for me, it just, I, I get chills every time, especially with all the different versions of it. I absolutely love it. It's How Far I'll Go from Moana. Uh, for uh, my best, my, my best friends is just the biggest Moana fan. And uh, seeing the movie with her was, it, it, like, it like brings back so many happy, joyful memories. It honestly, it gives me like yes. chills thinking about it. Um, I think it's a, gen- a genius song with great lyrics, and then the the reprise towards the middle of uh, towards the end of the movie. Actually, they play it in World of Color, and that is my favorite part of the show. It literally mm-hmm. thinking about it again, chills. <laughs> so that's uh, that deserved a top ten spot for me, and that's why yeah, I put it at number eight. I just love it. Goodness, I do. There are a lot of Moana songs that I really do love. Uh, now, it didn't make into my top, uh, my top ten, but I would say in Moana, it would probably is the version of "I Am Moana" and not her singing "I Am Moana," like her repeating her name over and over again. It's only that the part. Only, specific, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, the only segment I like is uh, Grandma talking to her and asking Moana, listen, do you know yeah. who you are? And oh, yeah. that part gives oh. me chills. So, I no, part, I understand yeah. that. There are some really great songs in Moana, and I'm happy that made your, that was your number eight, right? Yes, number oh. eight. Mm-hmm. My number eight, for no reason in particular, it's only because I, when I heard this song and I was younger, I wanted to learn all the words to it because I thought it was so cool. It is is, um, Substitutiary Locomotion from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Wow. That's a deep cut right there. Yes. Whoa. So when I was younger and I first, uh, I really loved this song. So whenever, um, this movie in general, I really actually enjoy. And that's another, that's a deep cut movie. But whenever I go Mm -hmm. into the uh, Living Seas or the Seas with Nemo and Friends in Epcot and we're just walking through the aquarium area immediately in my head I'm just singing bobbing along bobbing along among the bottom of the beautiful briny sea that's me that's so good thank you because I just I love the movie so much so when I was younger I learned her entire spell of Draguna, Macoides, Trachorum, Satis D. And that is one of the songs I really, really want to do in like a video come like Halloween time because she is a witch technically. And I want to do a whole recreation of the shoes moving and another Angela Lansbury classic, classic song. Love her. Yes. So again, another really, really deep cut. I, but I love Bed Knobs and Broomsticks and Angela Lansbury. That's yes. oh, that's awesome. I'm salty that there love... is a Broadway show playing over in the UK and we don't have it over here on our coast. <gasps> well, uh, it needs to make its way on over then because uh, yeah. I would love to see that. Or at least some like really great theater company. If they if a, a theater company like with the right budget that can make this happen, I will go see it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Of course. That's so awesome. Um, all right. So... Moving on to number seven. This is for sure a classic. So got another one from Mulan. It is Reflection. And it is another one that when it comes on, I will belt along to whether it's the old Christina Aguilera version or the new one or Mulan's version from the movie. 
nice. uh, and Mingna. No, it's not Mingna Wen. It's um. Oh my gosh, now I'm think I'm blanking on the artist. Excuse me. Oh, it's Lori um, something, isn't it? Leah Salonga. Sorry. Yes. Leah Salonga. She voiced Mulan. Mulan singing voice and Jasmine's. And Pocahontas, right? It was Judy Kuhn that was uh, Pocahontas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, See, yeah. I, I get all, all of these girls, I get them mixed up. The icons of the uh, Disney Renaissance princess era and how they all sing multiple different things. I keep getting them yes. confused. Yes. <laughs> oh, but yes, reflection for me is, uh, yeah, that's my number seven. Okay. How about you? See, I'm getting into some tougher areas because there are a lot of songs that I really, really love. And for number mm-hmm. seven... I think I'm going to have, this is going to be another really, really deep cut. However, this is on my Dapper playlist. This is on my Disney favorites playlist. It is a song from a Disneyland parks album that I think there's only a CD version of it. It I'm so ready. I had uh, multiple of those. Do you, do you have multiple? Let's let's see if you even know this one. The song is called let's dance at Disneyland. Whoa. No, I don't know that one. <laughs> okay. This this is such a neat song. It is performed by the Elliott Brothers. They were a the band that played when they did the swing dancing over oh. in that little area over there and they had the band. The song Oh, Chris, mm-hmm. I think we might have to actually get a clip out of this song if we're able to. But it literally talks about is the ad. It is the ad song for let's dance at Disneyland. Fireworks are great at Disneyland. And it goes okay. through the hours yeah. of the park and like um, Friday nights, Friday. Oh, oh, my gosh. Just fantastic song. So whenever That's I associate cool. with Dapper Day or dressing up, this is the song I associate it with with Disneyland. And I and I loved this song before I even went to Disneyland. <laughs> And That's I don't know amazing. how I found this either. I, I stumbled across the CD and maybe I uh, borrowed it from the library and I pulled the songs <laughs> and put it on my MP3 player. I think that's how I found it. And then to come across it years later on Spotify and I'm like, oh, wow, we're adding this to the playlist. Um, and it's one of that it. I will always turn on and I will always play. But that super super niche song and i am so sorry yeah. y'all if you do not know this song do you want to hear it yeah i want to hear it do you have it up i got everything oh chris it's you're so date good night at disneyland <gasps> with the brothers and the disneyland date nighters let's dance ah! i'm over here dancing right now let's dance at disneyland it's literally an ad for Disneyland from the 50s. And then it goes through the different types of songs that they play on the bandstand. And then... Rock and roll. Oh. Isn't that great? That's so good. Oh, thank you, Chris. Okay. That made this whole entire podcast. That was fantastic. That was awesome. And yes, okay, I totally have heard that song before. I love See, that. But isn't that isn't that song very on brand for me though? I was <laughs> about to say, Danielle, it is so you. And I 
I think it's great. Oh, I think it, it definitely encapsulates uh, the uh, the dapper the dapper Danielle brand and the dapper lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I think it, it definitely is the highlight song. So it is the ad for Disneyland, but it's also the ad for the dapper Danielle brand. I That's... think I think it could be your theme song. Definitely. <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we got one more before this we. Is our... We leave them on a cliffhanger and I leave them with more obscure songs for my top five. (laughs) Yes, yes. This is the cat for the episode. We have number six in our top ten. And mine, I don't think it comes to surprise that this one would be in my top ten. It's Eye to Eye from the Goofy movie because... I don't think we, I realized I don't. how much you like a Goofy movie. I didn't think you were a Goofy movie gal for some reason. Oh, 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 Danielle. <laughs> okay, okay. On repeats on VHS in my household for really? a certain period of time. Oh, yes. Goofy movie, Goofy movie 2. Um, yeah. So Eye to Eye, Power Line is, uh, again, it's just, it's one when it comes up on the shuffle for the Disney playlist. It blasts in my car every single time because it's so good. That, yeah, I Ida is number that. six for me. See, mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't actually. I don't know why I never watched a Goofy movie when I was younger. I did not actually appreciate a Goofy movie until I worked in children's activities, and it was one of the movies that we played on the lawn uh, in the evenings, and just happened to be on one night. And I would just oh. stand there because you had to watch the screen, you had to watch the people, and we'd yeah. be watching the movie at the same time. I'm like. Oh, this is this is great. This is actually fantastic. And so I didn't I didn't really enjoy it until I was much older, at least 19 or 20. Um, yeah, no, that's wow. Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I didn't grow up with it the same way that you did. That's that is really interesting. And I knew that there were obviously gonna be some differences in the list, but also just what what we grew up with. So that definitely impacts what we put in our top ten. Oh, absolutely. So that's good to know. Yeah. All right, so before you hear our number six in our top 10 Disney songs, make sure that you subscribe if you're not subscribed already. Make sure to rate and review the show. And if you want to hear our 11 through 15, be sure to mm. subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. Where you hear more of our favorite Disney songs. So that way you can get even more very weird, obscure Disney songs that are also on Dis- Danielle's playlist. And um, that's right. It'll just be more of a deep cut. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be so right. interesting. <laughs> And, and of course, make sure to follow us on social media at Disney Countdown Show. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Or leave a comment. Let us know what if you agreed earlier with what we said about, oh, yeah, no, we, you either you agree with Billboard's 100 or you're like, absolutely not. I do not agree with Billboard's 100. So now that everybody is following, subscribed, rated, reviewed, and whatnot, I am ready to give y'all my top six. And I think, um, Chris, you might need to be on the ready again because it's another deep cut. It is the Spectrum song from Wonderful World of Color. Wow. Yeah. You've you've heard the song, correct? I have... I have undoubtedly heard this song. Could I name the title of the song? Probably not, but I believe I've heard this song. The Spectrum song is sung by the character Professor Ludwig von Drake, right? And it comes from the Wonderful World of Color series. And this first premiered uh, when Wonderful World of Color became a thing and it switched from a, a ABC to NBC because NBC was one of the only places that showed 
TV in color. And so they really, this was very drama back in the day also. But to really showcase this in the first episode and show all the different versions of color and art and whatnot on television, they created created the Spectrum song. And it's Ludwig von Drake and his little goofy little accent singing red, yellow, green, red, blue, 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 red, purple, green, yellow, orange, red, red. And is hilarious and uh, another deep dive song for a lot of people, but so many people don't know this song. But whenever this comes on and it just circles through randomly on my playlist, I will stop and I'm just like, turn that knob up a little bit louder. And I'm blaring this with the windows rolling down and everybody's looking around. Somebody drives up to me at the red light and just turns off to the left and is just like, what on earth is that chick listening to? It is the Spectrum song is more likely what it is. That is just the whole Danielle. Your whole list is fantastic and so uh, just amazing to me. I can say these are songs that I haven't thought of in like in years or really like knew the name of, you know. So right and see this is and that's so interesting. Of like again, a lot of my stuff comes from my random deep dives in Disney history mm-hmm. and like repulling this out and uh, where I don't know. It's it's cool to see all the different like nuances. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Chris, really, do you really have cool. the song so that way people can hear a clip of it so they know what the heck I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, I have the song. Oh, magical. Yellow, green, red, blue, blue. I'm over blue, here red, like bobbing. Yellow, orange, red, 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 yellow, green, red, blue, 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 red, purple, green, yellow, orange, red, red. Blend them up and what do you Blend get? them up Please. and what do you get? <laughs> Mau, beige and ultramarine. And beige and ultramarine. In between. So niche, right? Color has its harmony. And just like I have said. It is magical. What? <laughs> Again, this is uh, so I'm sorry, y'all. Continuing into this next season of Disney Countdown, you're going to learn so much of obscure Disney-ness, just Disney in general, that you might not have known about until I've joined into this podcast. Megan's going to be the only sane, logical one talking about like a lot of like nostalgia pieces and like all these other great little Disney tidbits. Nope. Danielle's coming at you with the Spectrum song. It's only going to get weirder from there. And... (laughs) We have such a good balance, though. That we really just, do. Then it just works. We yin and yang complement each other very well. You know what? It just it just keeps it spicy. It just keeps it interesting. Now, if you want to yes. do homework and you want to be if you want to look into something very interesting, look up the album. There is an actual album record that you can play from. It's on Spotify. The entire thing from beginning to end, and it's called literally Professor Ludwig von Drake. Just search it. And you start with the first one, which is he has his own theme song. It's called I'm Ludwig von Drake. And he talks at you as if you're listening to the actual vinyl record and you flip it over and he's like yelling at the band and he's yelling at he's like making all these sound effects with the band and whatnot. And he's like, what What are you doing? And it's great. It is a fantastic just to turn it on and have it play and just listen to the absurdity and craziness that it is. It is fantastic that that's amazing Megan, I, I like i said it's just gonna get weirder from here bring it on <laughs> yes <laughs> bring okay. on the well weirdness. i we're gonna have okay 
I won't dive into five because we got to save our last five through one for the next episode. All right. Well, we have come to the end here, friends, of our premiere episode. So thank you all so much for joining us. We just us. finished recording our first episode. This is our first one. This is, That's crazy. This is so crazy. And so much fun. And you know what? <laughs> it's just going to be even more interesting, even more deep dives from here on out. And I, I can't wait to cover even more topics. Uh, so oh, it's just so exciting. That's Everything's so lost. exciting. Yes. It's going to be a blast, yes. We got one through five of our top ten Disney songs coming at you next week, so stay tuned for that. Be sure to subscribe once again. And we are, I'm super excited to finish out this list. It's going to be awesome. It will be awesome. So, yeah. For sure. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us. And I don't, how uh, should we Daniel, sign how, off? How are we going to, wait, what's our, what is our sign off? We got to sign off the show well, somehow. I, I, you I, know, you have your catchphrase. I do have my catchphrase. And I do feel like that, again, we're talking very on brand for the Dapper Danielle as we're talking about like my other songs are very on brand. I feel like it's very on brand for me to say my sign off, um, which is the night, night, sleep tight, dream maturos tonight. But how are we going to, how are we going to blend this into match with you too, Megan? <laughs> Mine is always just, you know, mine's have a magical day. Let's let's work on this. Send send us off. All right. So thank you all so much for joining us once again and have a magical day, friends. And also night night, sleep tight, dream of churros tonight. That's it. It's in the books. Wrap it up, people. <laughs> <laughs>